We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. They said the Warriors were going to sign you. You know, I, I'm looking at Twitter the times this weekend at work, period. You know, so not very often. And it's just panic, panic, panic during free agency. I love it. Uh, we're recording this 8 p.m. Sunday nights. And the Warriors have finally made a free agent signing. Made our life easy tonight, I guess. <laughs> the Corey Joseph episode. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we're going to call this the weekend recap. Weekend one of free agency episode, but we might as well start on the news that's most recent, right? By the way, before we get to Corey Joseph, what do you think of all that? Is, it a, is, is Twitter officially cooked? Is it over? Well, so it's one thing and the other. So the first thing is um, the complaints about the non-signings was, was I thought, pretty funny because it's like, well, what the hell are teams supposed to do? Like, the Sun signed someone named some Kate's job. Whatever. You know why he signed with the Suns? Because he gets to play like 20 minutes. Because the Suns have nobody outside of four guys. The Warriors have nine dudes in the rotation. So I'm kind of sitting here like, I don't... It's kind of hard. Dunleavy has a hard job to kind of recruit these guys. Steph, CP. So, and then now I'm... Uh, and then now I can't even update my phone. Because uh, I can't see tweets. So I got to gotta look at it online on Safari until, until that runs out. So, <sighs> Sam, it's been a hell of a weekend. Hell of a weekend. Anytime I get Twitter to work, it's fake insiders just lying about what what's about to happen. Um, uh, yeah, sorry, they're not making a trade with the Raptors right now. <laughs> no, what's going on? You know, is that not uh, happening? Is it? They're not, are they I'm, not moving Clay for Siakam? Is that not the? Is that not out there? Clay for Levine is not happening. You know what? I will put money. I will put money that Clay will not be traded for Pascal mm. Siakam. Mm. You guys can cut this up and troll me to eternity if it happens, but I I, I do not see that being the way it plays. Um, it's <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's funny. I'm I, this is the first weekend I'm looking like Twitter. Twitter might go the way of MySpace. It might be we might talk about the era. You know, unfortunately for you guys, Light Years survives through anything. We'll, we'll move platforms. We survived through a nuclear holocaust. We're good to go. You know, it doesn't really <laughs> nothing, matter. Nothing we can't do, man. There's no. nothing we can't do. All right, Corey Joseph. How many? How many people texted you another guard when the notification came out? Because that's that's what my phone looked like. Yeah, I don't. This was not. I mean, this was not a splashy move. But you, you know who was. You know who was all in. You know who was splashing. You know who was celebrating, popping bottles when this move was made. Definitely. Definitely the coach of the Golden State Warriors because um, I've watched some Corey Joseph uh, in, in my career because he's bounced around some teams. Also, Corey Joseph is an Andy Lou type of player. Uh, he handles the ball well, shoots it pretty well, pretty good on defense. Now he's older, so he's washed up. He's played on some teams. He's only 31, but he, he is like he's bounced around. He's definitely a journeyman type of guy. Uh, doesn't turn the ball over. High IQ player. Like all the things that you know Steve Kerr was losing his mind over last season. He gets with him. He's kind of, he's obviously not even close to Chris Paul, but he's of that mindset. It's just, let me protect the ball. Let me play really hard on defense. I'm a little bit undersized, but I'm always going to make the right decision. 
Is he that undersized? Is he undersized? I feel like he's got decent size for a point guard. What is he like six six three? Yeah. Yeah. Then again, everyone's six three. I think of uh <laughs> I think of uh a few specific was. things with <laughs> I think of a few specific things with Corey Joseph. I think of him on the 2014 Spurs. He was mm. kind of the X Factor point guard, young athlete, uh mixed in there with uh you know, Tony Parker was like you know, all-star at that point and uh, Patty Mills and Manu and those guys. I think of how a certain segment of fans blamed him for never being able to throw a proper lob to James Wiseman and how much it made me laugh every time I saw that come across my timeline. Just a little, a little irony, you know. And yeah, to you, I think steady, honestly. Steady, no mistake point guard. Our guy Warrior Muse threw this uh, threw this stat out there, and I'm going to share it real quick with everyone. Highest assist to turnover ratio last season, minimum 200 assists. Tyus Jones, Monty Morris, shout out Looney, just a machine. Mm. Chris Paul, who's number eight? Corey Joseph, and you know we know how Steve Kerr feels about Looney. It, I'm sensing a theme here, which is. Enough with the ball don't stop offense. I need some dudes who will just take care of the ball. Steph and Clay, they can they can go insane with their shots. Everyone else needs to be a smart player. And you know they lost Ty Jerome, um, right? Uh, who, who's who we didn't talk about yet, but he lost him to the Cavs. Ended up getting two and a half mil. I mean five mil across two years, which is really cool. Good for him. Um, they just needed someone that was like him, similar to him, and 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 Corey Joseph has been a lot better in his career. Probably is going is going to be a lot better than, than Ty Jerome ever will be. But uh, I mean, he's kind of the perfect guy, perfect guy. Uh, it, it's like um, it, it it's like the Warriors have over. Should I say overcorrected? They have definitely corrected, tried to correct the flaws. It, it, might, it might be an it might be an overcorrect. Like we might look at it next season and be like, all right, now we have yep. no one who can beat a man off the bounce. But it, it, exactly. You know. And maybe we're too small. Whatever. Maybe we can't we can't create like you're saying. But you look at these moves, it's it's trading Jordan Poole for Chris Paul. I mean you're trading in, you know, we've talked about the negatives, but you're really trading in a guy that turned the ball over the most in the NBA for one of the smartest point guards of all time, regardless of if he's 38. As long as Chris Paul is still healthy He's going to make the right decisions on the court most of the time, and then now you throw in Corey Joseph. It's it's you pretty. You trade know. Wiggle for for checkdowns. Kyle Shanahan also won. If you want to look at it this don't, way, just don't, you know, don't. I don't need I don't need dudes freelancing. Just hit hit Debo um, on the slant. Just hit it. You know. Oh my god. Um, I do think the Warriors needed it because how long has it been since they've had a steady point guard? I think I like Jordan Poole probably more than you. Um, but a pretty on the record of saying not a point guard, just not a guy you want running your offense. I just think he's a really explosive scorer, right? Um, do we have to go back to Livingston the last time they've had a dude who can come off the bench who you're just like, all right, I can just trust him to, you know, not turn the ball over, keep it in, keep the offense moving and make smart decisions. It's got to be Livingston. And before that, like probably Jared, Jack, like a couple of years before that. So, sure. and then before that, I mean, it doesn't matter. They weren't winning games. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's it. It's those three guys. They went through a ton of guys. You know, the uniqueness part of, of Sean Livingston is that he could close games and, and he was super long. He's huge. Yeah. yeah. He's super long. So we're, we're not going to get that from Corey Joseph, but part of it is too. And Slater pointed this out is Steph Clay and Chris Paul are going to miss a ton of games, regardless mm-hmm. of if they're healthy or not. Even if they weren't healthy, it doesn't matter. He's still, they're still going to miss games. They're not playing back to backs. Steph's going to get an injury here and there. Same with Chris Paul. Clay was actually kind of an Iron Man last season, but he's going to get load managed too. So these guys are going to play 65, 68 games, I would think, tops. So he's going to play. He's going to get. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, if if Steph and Chris Paul play 65 games, I'll be very happy because that's like the that means they stayed healthy, but they also didn't push it too hard. That's and you know what that means? That means there's 17 games they didn't play. Times up by two. That's 34. Doesn't there's minutes there for Corey Joseph? I want to ask you a question. Do you think it's possible that they're going to start Steph at the two? 
Dunleavy talks a lot me. about wanting multiple ball handlers. And you could make a case that it would help prolong his career if you put him in a situation where it's him and another ball handler. You think that's the route they're going? Well, I, I would. I have a hard time believing that. I assume you're not asking me that question. Just kind of throwing it out there. I'm assuming that's. I'm, I'm totally. I'm totally throwing it out there. <laughs> I'm, just, just, I'm just thinking about like you know the players that like. So I just. I just think that if you're going to do that, I think this is more about depth rather than changing anything in the starting lineup. Because I think if you're going to end up pushing Steph off ball more and more as he gets older in his career, that assumes that he's playing next to someone who's bigger. And more like a wing ball handler, right? Obviously, you're thinking of LeBron and Giannis, all those guys, but it's unlikely he plays with those guys. So you're thinking of someone who's going to be like sick, like Kaminga down the line or whatever. Like if Kaminga ends up being a six, eight wing guy that can handle a little bit, then you can push Steph off ball a little bit more so that he can be your maybe for eight, one A, one B creator two years from now, whatever, like that kind of what Kawhi became, obviously. Doesn't seem likely with what we've seen at Kaminga, but I think it'd be more someone like that rather than another small guard that you throw in at the one. I don't know. Steph's getting bigger and bigger. He's he's the he's the rare player who's like he's 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 grown into his late thirties. But but I kind of agree with you. If if you're gonna something like that only works if you have a mo- monstrous front line, and and that we know they do not have. So so I don't think so. But I do think we're gonna see more Steph. More Steph and another point guard than we have in the past. And you know what? That's okay. I think it works. I think it works in the flow of a game, honestly. The uh, question is maybe if they close with, with that lineup. That's that's the real interesting part is if, you know, we're going to argue about this all year, dude, you and I. But it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how often Chris Paul closes. That's a lot of small dudes out there. You know, you know what I keep thinking about? Um, Steve Kerr said Clay Thompson has to adapt. Older players adapt when they get older, you know, that sort of thing. And I wonder if part of his thought is like, Clay, you're, you're kind of big ass dude, play bigger. You know, I don't know if it's realistic, but Clay is six, six, maybe six, seven, definitely two twenty. I mean, he's, he's as big a wing as you'll find outside of like the, the, the jumbo wing size guys. He doesn't play like it. I mean, he uses it to get separation, but like part of me wonders if Clay can be a little more of a physical force and that helps you play more two guard likes. Yeah, yeah. He he's not a two anymore. Not like not even close. And he's and then they can just he's a three four now. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that's maybe that's what they end up doing. And then but then that then you push Wiggins over into the three four spot too, mostly a four spot and and that's when injuries kind of start to happen i think because he's sure. playing you're playing up so much in wiggins wiggins is strong and athletic but he's not he's not big he's not he's not big like even like harrison barnes is bigger that's where he can kind of fit that four row sure. good for him by the way elite swindler elite another 50 million guarantee from the man good good stuff just this uh you know clocks in clocks out every day does the job really gets does. his money goes home it's my guy you know Misses shots in playoff games. It's a guy. Absolutely. Um, yeah, you're right. I don't know. I, I, I'm thinking about it. It They keep alluding to they have to play different. They have to evolve, that sort of stuff. It, to me, I, I'm probably overthinking it. I'm, it. They're mostly just talking about, like, we're going to add more steady players and everyone has to kind of play a little smarter you know, as opposed to like, we're bringing in Giannis to save everything, you know, like that's like, I'm probably reading too much into it, but it does seem like there is a focus on getting smart players, more veteran players and trying to be more like what we would, let's say, consider the Spurs to do. Right. I mean, that's, that's really exactly what they're doing is they're just trying, they're, they're just going and, and saying, look, we've got, I, I think they've literally only got one guy in their roster right now that they probably, I mean, I'm not counting pods and, and trace Jackson Davis. Cause no, they're we, all, we don't know. They're, they're yeah. Under the we, yeah I, I would say, but I'm just saying like for, for them right now, they would probably trust everyone to play 20 minutes in a game on their roster. Everyone up in the, like even Kaminga, who I think like Steve Kerr trust the least, you would mm-hmm. still play him 20 minutes in the regular season game. He's still very much good enough to do that versus last year. And we know exactly the 20 minutes we're going to get from most of those guys, right? Like, we know exactly right. if they're going to play those 20, we know. Versus last year where it was just like, 
Jordan Poole, I don't know. Wiseman, I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? Kaminga, I don't know. Even even Clay Thompson out there because he's fat half the season, out of shape. Like, I don't know what he's going to do out there, right? So uh, this season, it feels like you're going to get exactly – you're going to know exactly what you're going to get from every single player, including the guys that they're going to sign. I mean, what? They've got two more bench, two more roster spots left, so they're going to get maybe maybe whoever. Definitely, like, they will get a big – Hopefully it's a big that we want, but they will at least one will be used on a big, you know, and it's possible the others just used on like a, a wing who can just fill a bunch of gaps, right? This week's Light Years podcast brought to you by Game Time. Sam, I was in New York and I wanted to catch my first ever Yankee Stadium game. Went to it last second. The app that I used to buy the tickets was Game Time because buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and the best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you will have. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, all the above. The game time guarantee means you will always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, Game time will actually credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without distress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use Light Years, L Y G H T Y E R S, for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account and redeem code Light Years for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. So, so let's talk about that. That's kind of the interesting thing to me. You know, I'm we're probably over talking the Corey Joseph thing. You're probably correct. He's probably the third guard who, if Steph and CP are healthy, might even get DNP'd. Uh, but you know, if they miss a game, he's right there, give you 15 minutes. You could trust him to not make mistakes and just kind of go through the rhythm, right? The signing every Warriors fan wanted to see was a big man. You want to see someone. Who can, you know, the, the, the trendy name is like, oh, B, we need to find a new auto porter. We got to find auto, you know, that sort of thing, right? And like right. Dario Saric was the name everyone heard day one of free agency, made total sense. We talked about him all week. He's the best name on the board in terms of bigs who can space the floor, but also, you know, can make a play, rebound, generally fit into how the Warriors like to play basketball. Day three, he's still <sighs> unsigned. What do you make of that? Because we we know the Warriors made an offer to him, and it was leaked that they felt decent about it or good about it or any verbiage of stuff. We're here oh, well, Sunday well, night. We're, let me ask you that from the comments from I Eat Bread, 444, funny, funny comment name. Why did the Sarge thing leak so early? What was the purpose? That I, is, I a, that is yeah. a great question. Why don't you take it? Why don't you take first down? Yeah. I, it's weird. I, I, and it's it was leaked. It was reported by um, actual credentialed reporters, not like Twitter goons. Bonnie Poole, Mark Stein confirmed it, uh, Dalton Johnson as well, NBC guys. So to me, that tells me if I were to guess, it's the Warriors saying that they feel like they've got a really good shot, less so than like Sarge's agent texting them, telling them that, hey, Dario's close to deciding and it's going to be the Warriors. So maybe it was just... The Warriors feeling really confident about it, and and Sarge is kind of going back and saying, "Well, like, yeah, I like the offer, but I'm, I'm still trying to get more money, right? Because the most I mean, the most the Warriors can get him is one to three million, based on how long he's been in the league. Uh, so it feels like that the Warriors are more excited, thinking that they had it in the bag. Uh, and I don't know if that was the case. Do you do you do you agree, or do you think something else is going on? Because yeah, it is day three. Most guys are gone at this point. Well, most guys are not gone. But the good, the good players. Dario's a good player. Yes, the 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 players who are good are increasingly. There's very few of them left. Dario's veteran minimum number, by the way, is somewhere between two point five and three ish. Uh, I don't have the exact number in front of me, but just calling okay. it out. That's fine. My thought on why it leaked was: I think the Warriors were hoping by doing that they would shy other teams away like trying to make it seem like it was a done deal make it seem because it's an obvious fit i guarantee if you tell people like oh oh yeah sorry that's a warrior player you know 
that that type of that, that type of mentality, right? So like if you get out there, maybe you stop teams from going there. Maybe you get other teams thinking, well, you know, Sarge can go to the Warriors. So like let's let's go look at Plumley. Let's go look at Markeith Morris or something. You know, like I don't know. I'm just throwing out names. Those are two vastly different names, by the mm-hmm. way. That's my thought on it. We're here in day three, and I'm not surprised he hasn't signed because I didn't think the good veteran minimums would sign in the first 48 hours. I thought most mm-hmm. of those would wait a couple days. It's like, see if I can get paid, and if I can't get paid, then I'll go the veteran minimum route. If you look the past few free agencies, some guys commit early, but a lot of these guys, it's like, let's just say tomorrow, Monday through Friday is when you see guys like, all right, I'm signing this, you know. I don't have a big offer out there. I like the situation for this year and we'll talk, we'll figure out next year, next year, you know? So maybe, but like my gut keeps telling me he feels like a guy who's trying to see if he can get more money from someone before having to sign a veteran minimum. Because the one thing I know about Dario Saric is he's a good player, but he's 29 and he hasn't made a ton of money in the NBA. Like he's made very good money, you know, uh, he he makes a little more than Andy Lou and and Sam Sandiari, but like he's not a guy who's made you know like 150 fu dollars. Where like the difference between like a six million dollar contract and a two million dollar contract isn't substantial money for him, you know? No, and, and he's gone from about ten million, nine million to to two and a half, three million. So it's it's a big jump for someone like him. Like you said, he could still he could still hoop. He's actually still good. I assume also he wants to wants to be assured, you know, thirty minutes a game, right? If not thirty, then twenty. Can I get twenty minutes a game? And Consist- I'm not like I. You yep. think of me when you think of guys on that team, and I'm not sure that's promised by the Warriors. And I think a lot of times with, with some of these free agents, it's the same thing. Utah Watanabe was someone that I think Warriors fans loved. I loved, but. Utah's agent goes and talks to the Warriors and goes, all right, like, where are the 20 minutes coming every night? And Steve can't lie. <laughs> I mean, he could, but it's doubtful that he does. He's not going to sit there and say, yeah, you're going to play over guys like Kaminga every night. It's just, it. I don't, in Wiggins and GP2, there are going to be nights where those guys don't play. I'm sure Corey Joseph is fine with that. Corey Joseph at 31, he's not that good anymore. So it's fine. He's like, I don't care, whatever. Um, yeah, so, from so, the comments here. Yeah, yeah. Someone in the chat says he wants Jock Landale money. I'm sure he does. Jock Landale got a four year, eight million a year contract. Crazy. I, if someone offered that to Sarich, probably signs tomorrow. You know, no. yesterday. That's. I'm sorry. I would. I would tell him to sign. You know, <laughs> like it, that's a substantial difference from the Warriors giving you two point seven. You know, <laughs> um, but I, I kind of disagree with you. Do you really think the Warriors can't promise him minutes? Uh, because Utah, I'm not sure they could promise him to Utah, but uh, Saric, I think Steve Kerr can tell him to his face, minimum f- 15 a night, probably 20 plus. You think he go? He, he throws in the Bielitsa auto tape and just goes like, Here, here's what you're going to do yeah. all year. He's going to go, all right, Looney's getting, Looney's getting his 20 to 25. Draymond's getting his 25 to 30. I don't have anyone else, bro, in the front line. That's fair. I can give you if you if this if this works, you might get 30 minutes a game, but realistically, it's probably 15 to 20. You know, Otto played 20 minutes, Belly played like 12 or so a game. There, it's there for him. If he if he can do the Warriors things, I think I honestly think the Warriors' best selling point to him is we need a player of your skill set and you're going to look really good on this team. Like you're going to be able to get a $50 million contract after one year. Do do you know who got a $50 million contract after one year? Right. So um, good for him, by the way. Very, very cool that he got 52 million after that. Uh, Deserve it. Uh, You're right. You've convinced me. One thing I think the Warriors, they need more than anything else is that guy is Adario Savage. And the longer that, I think the market goes. I do think it's probably good for the Warriors. Maybe you disagree, but it feels like to me that there's less teams out there that are going to say, "Here's your, here's your three-year, twenty-one mil," right? Like the, right. the the longer this thing goes, it feels like less teams. The money dries up, and people aren't going to spend want to spend that much money. I mean, that's what was terrifying me about like Houston. Like you saw Houston, they're just 
the rowing, dumb money, because they're just like, look, man, we're not going to have a bunch of 20 year old, like Gen Z TikTok kids again. I need some adults in here. And, and, and they just, (laughs) yeah, but like (laughs) scales of difference. Right. So they they threw the, you know, they overpaid Fred, even though I'm a big Fred Van Vliet guy. Yeah. Right. Um, Dylan Brooks, which interesting, <laughs> but I mean, like they even threw money at like what Jeff Green, you know, yeah, like seven mil. Ooh. Just come, please, had a chance. Please, please come in here and and teach these kids how to not, you know, uh, just to 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 be professional, just like, be a professional, and, exactly. And they had a they had a very specific goal there, but it's like I I don't know. I'm looking at the Spurs right now, and the Spurs are rumored to be in on the uh, Damian Lillard stuff. I'm sure they're sniffing around because they 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 have space. They have, uh, you know, all those picks that other teams traded them that they're not going to do anything with. They're like, no, oh, let's see if we can do it. But at some point, they're like, well, we have 20 million to spend. Let's just throw Sarge two years, 20 mil, because we need to back up big anyway. You know, like that. That's the type of thing that's terrifying me yeah. from a Warriors perspective. Um, they're but like as you said, the longer it goes, the less likely it is to happen. Right. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe money dries up. I, I think. I think maybe the longer it goes, money dries up, and Darius mm-hmm. are just gonna look around a week from now and go, well, "I could go play in 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 somewhere that I don't like, right? For for five million, or I can play for the Warriors and and rehab my value, and you know maybe make forty, fifty million next year, and, and make the postseason. He'll have moments. He'll be on the big stage. People will watch him." Right, I think Dario Sarge is a winning type of player. He yes, has the yes. winning player type of traits. Um, no, I don't know if he's an actual winning player. We'll, we'll find out if he's going to be on. No, a he's a he's team. a he's a winning player, but it's it's you know he to your point, he might be a twelve minute a game winning player when 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 the games count. You know, it it, it is this this offseason does feel like the Corey Joseph signing is fine, but uh, it, it's. Feels like a lot of this offseason does hinge on like, are they going to be able to get that stretch big? Because if they're going to strike out with Jermichael Green again, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough for them. Like, even if they end up getting Plumley, Plumley's not a stretch big. Like he just he's he's more no. like Looney's direct backup. It's they need him. I would like him. I would like them to sign both of them um, instead of Wings, and we'll we'll talk about that in a second here. But uh, it, it does feel like if it's not Sarge, man, who who else? Who else out there can can fill that role? So, I agree. Actually, I'm pulling up the list of names, and this won't be everyone, but like, okay, let's say Sarich doesn't end up coming to the Warriors. Look at this list. Tell me who who here would interest you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just just go off. I mean, Montrez Harrow would be like the Maurice Spates type big, right? Like, he's not a super like not a super smart player. Um, definitely not the auto porter type. More of the hey, let's get him in, super energetic, jack up a couple shots, some cool offensive rebounds, change the game a little bit. But he'll never close a game. You never want him to close a game. But I would say like maybe that's that's closest because all these other guys, all these I, other guys. <sighs> I think I think they have to go shooting, man. I really do because none of these guys can shoot. Christian Wood can shoot, but he's uh, not like every. He, also, you he's can't not, pay him what he wants anyway. I mean, he might be the guy who falls through the cracks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, yeah, I, I think like, look, selfish, not can't pass the ball. It's rough. I, I think Steve, player. I think Steve would hate him. Yeah, skill level through the roof. But like, I, I just don't think he's a guy who buys into. I'm going to be 15 minutes a game of high IQ and I stick 100%, a couple shots. 100. No Mobamba, <sighs> come on, not really. Like, I, I mean. He had shots against the Warriors, but like he's not a shooter. I mean, it might Frank Kaminsky, Blake. I don't. I don't think Blake Griffin wants to be on Chris Paul's team. <laughs> uh, but you know, they they like each other. You know, you don't think uh, you think that ship has sailed. You think Lob City's coming back? Frank Kaminsky. I mean, Gordy Diang. Like it's a rough list, man. I think if they miss on Dario, they might have to look at like trading gp2 for a stretch stretch big like there's a very it's a bomb i don't oh. know Are, is, is oh. there anyone else you're seeing on this list you, you just pulled one name out there that's interesting but myers leonard can shoot a little bit My, myers leonard he's back in the nba 
By the way, the GP2 comment, you just threw that out there. Don't just be throwing that stuff out there. That was kind of, ooh. Oh, I'm only saying that because, okay, so, like, he he makes, he makes like, 9 million. So, yeah. it's it's not a max or a veteran minimum. In theory, you can utilize that to, like, actually make a trade. But, like, I, I don't think they're going to do it. I think they like him. I think they think he's better for them than anyone else. So, yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, but all, all I'm saying is, like, after if 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 they don't get Sarich, like, I don't know that there's a stretch big who fits the way the Warriors play, who they can pick up. No, like no, it's a it's, it's it's a gross list. Honestly, I, mean, I do see Myers. And, I mean, Myers Leonard is probably the closest one, and he's. Not. I, I mean, I, I'm I'm pretty bad. I might argue Frank Kaminsky's better, but like, yeah, what honestly, this this what show should be canceled if we're arguing <laughs> Kaminsky versus Leonard. Like that's my that's my just you guys you guys should shell us just be like yeah, don't yeah. no no they deserve we're, better we're gonna we're gonna go watch some some video somewhere else um, I mean Pozzemski is <laughs> gonna be playing coming up soon so well, at least at least that'll be good and, uh, and yeah, just to fun. and just to be clear at no point am I advising they trade GP two I'm just saying like if they can't get in free agency they got to start looking at like do we have to go to the trade market to get a big and. Sure you are. don't have you don't have a lot of guys who you can use to make trades that matter, you know. So, why well, I, I you know I do think that nineteenth pick was was something there. Uh, you can talk about the Jordan Poole. Maybe you get something else out of Washington. Um, maybe Muscala. People are throwing that out there. Can you can you get something else outside of just Chris Paul, right? But I mean, those it's happened. Trades are already done. So would you trade? No, would you from from the comments? Would you trade? Oh, I'm I might I might I like I'm, I'm a Maxi Kleba guy. I like him. Good Stop. player. Stop. He's a good player. Is this, he's a playoff player? At GP two is a playoff player. Maybe Maxi Kleba is a playoff player. Maxi's a playoff player. Maxi was like the second best Mav against the Warriors, which tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> he was better. He was better at guarding Warriors than um. Dor- you know, uh, Dorian Finney-Smith and Reggie Bullock, and you know, it goes without saying, like Luca and Spencer Dinwiddie. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah they, I, I think I'm just going to end it with what the chat says. This is all so nasty. I agree. I don't feel good about this conversation. <laughs> I need, I need Dario to just be like, I was on vacation. I didn't feel like signing the contract for three days. That would be. That is the most uh, like your dad kind of thing <laughs> uh, you know where he's just like where you're just texting him like yo can you sign this and then you know kind of day later comes and it's like dude this is this is urgent he's like is it fucking urgent it's like it's not well fuck off i don't know that's fine i'll sign it when i'll, I'll sign it when i sign it you know that is, is what he'll say it's probably what sarge is saying to us or uh, well, to, to be honest that the, the immigrant dad move is the complete opposite like money sign <laughs> <laughs> immediate <laughs> dropping everything i'm doing taking the check <laughs> This week's Light Years podcast is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs make you look good. Bird Dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs fixed this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you can get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. I just got some pairs and let me tell you, little skeptical, tried them on a hundred times better than I could have ever imagined. Just the, like, I will be wearing nothing else all summer. Unbelievable. Sam is Fendiari, Bird Dogs. So where can you get it? Go to birddogs.com slash pool and enter promo code pool, P-O-O-L, for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash pool, P-O-O-L, for free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. We've gone 30 minutes, and we haven't even talked about the actual biggest move the Warriors made this weekend. And why is that? Because we knew? Because no one was actually concerned that Draymond Green was going to walk? Yeah, the the most fake drama I think we've ever seen uh, in our in in the existence of uh, of drama, right? Once once Jordan Poole is traded, that that deal was done. Um, the drama though, Sam, was who would win? Ninety million. I thought he would get three years, ninety million. You thought he would get three years, eighty million. He gets four years, a hundred million. 
Who wins? Who wins? I'm obviously claiming victory because my AAV, my annual average value, is much closer. But you could claim he got what he wanted, which was 100. He he doesn't care if it's coming in, in, you know, postage stamps over you know the next 10 years he just wanted that he wanted that round number right fourth year player option so yes that baby is guaranteed he will not be opting out of that fourth year no matter (laughs) what oh you don't think so no matter what the warriors might be winning 25 games that year but it does does not matter. Draymond will be opting into that contract. Great job by Chris, uh, Rich Paul from the uh, from the comments there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's uh, you've got they're all in. They've shown that they're all in this offseason. The moment that they traded Jordan Poole for Chris Paul, they could have traded Jordan Poole. I felt like for other things, uh, but they said we're going to get a guy that you know we think we can help us win today and this year only. So they had to make this. They had to make this deal. But twenty two years on the twenty two million on the first year. Uh, helps the Warriors out a little bit in terms of taxes. Does it keep them under the second apron next year? Um, not a cap guy, but it feels like that it does. Maybe next year they'll be able to use their tax payment mid-level again. I don't know. So, all yeah. in all. Good. Yeah, I mean, glad he's back. I, it, it, to your point, if it's just like, bro, we've talked about it. It's anticlimactic. I wasn't actually concerned he was leaving. Honestly, when I was watching the match, I was like, Draymond's not even faking yeah. the drama. Yep. Like he did he didn't even have it in his stomach to play the game anymore. Yep. Yep. He was just like, This is done. I'm good. <laughs> Everyone's good. And there's a question in the chat, which I think is far more interesting. Are you guys surprised? Friend of the show, Tim Kawakami said Clay would get offered less than Dre. And Really, let's take this a step farther because Tim's great and everything he does. What is this free agency period made you thought about Clay Thompson's free agency in 12 months? I think he's getting probably the similar deal as as Draymond. It, it, people are texting me like, oh, like, do you see Desmond Bain just got 250 mil? I'm like, dude, Desmond Bain's like 24 years old, man. <laughs> like, he's 24 years old and he's healthy. Like, he's gonna get he's gonna get his money. Uh he's a better player right now than Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson is is 33, gonna be 33. It's gonna be off those injuries. So um I also think at some point Clay is going to have to sacrifice. He, he, they're going to tell him to take, and it's not going to be like a crazy underpay. I, I think it's going to be similar to what Wiggins got. Like maybe somewhere in between Draymond and Wiggins, it, it, like a relatively team friendly, but not a, not a bullshit deal. Right. Maybe one, one fifteen, one twenty, something like that across four. So I, I just, at some point, I think it's worth it for the Warriors to say like, dude, we, we, maxed you out when we knew you were going to be hurt gave you you know you're going to pay 43 million dollars this year stream on sacrifice a little bit to, to get get that money back right wiggins took a little pay cut too so you know i think it's not unfair them to say that and i think clay will do it so i don't know what do you think i think so. I, I think it'll be in that general ballpark I, I thought about it i was like looking at the van vliet contract I was looking at the Desmond Bain. You're right. Desmond Bain's going into year four. He's getting the rookie extension. It's all based on projected value. He's 26. You're giving him a contract from age 27 to 30 or something in that range. Um, Obviously, you pay based off of improvement. Clay's getting a contract on the other end, which is 34 to 37, where you're being paid kind of like, can you maintain a certain level the rest of the way? I think he's going to honestly get more than Wiggins and and Clay, but it's going to be in that same 25 to 30 a year range. And this market has he's basically going to be faced with a choice. Do you want to stay with the Warriors or are you chasing every last penny? It's really that simple because there there will probably be a team like the Charlotte Hornets or the Indiana Pacers who's like Clay, 3 years 130, 43 a year. Come be a Hornet, baby. You know, or you see at the Warriors and they'll be like, you know, like we can give you 30 a year. We'll be here. And that's, I, I think that's where that whole thing is trending. I don't know, man. 
it's we have 12 months so we have to deal with it but it does feel like they're probably going to spend the next year working on him being like man you're going to make a lot of money no matter what like do you really need every last penny uh, chasing 27 wins in Charlotte, you know? Uh, yeah, right. I mean, he's going to be old. Is it? Is that? Is that worth it? Uh, because I think a pretty easy comp for Clay Thompson as, as his career is, is you know, kind of ending here in the next five, six, seven years is, is Ray Allen, right? It's just he's still going to be a really good, great shooter, um, kind of the exact same player almost, uh, maybe a little bit bigger, so he, he's going to play the three and the four a little more. But I also think we overreact. I think this off season to to kind of the last week, two weeks of yes. postseason. Yeah. So you know, I, I it's still so good. He's still so good. He's I've been not thinking, a fifteen million dollar year player, twenty million dollar year player. I've been thinking about that a lot. One, he led the league in threes. Two, he and Poole don't get enough credit for how well they played both times Steph went down. Now, it was softer part of the schedule both times, but both both those stretches were like, dude, Steph is out for three weeks. They're on the verge of collapsing. If they can't win when he's gone, the season's over. And both times, Clay averaged like 30 a game for like an extended period of time. You know, I think he was terrible versus the Lakers. But he, but he had a good season, and I do think he's earned the benefit of the doubt to see how much he can um, kind of grow off of what was a bad season and what like there were so many issues beyond just individually Clay Thompson on this team. Yeah, I, I he's, he's a winning player. He knows that he's you know. Steve's kind of given him some coaching stuff now, and it's it's I don't know. It, it, I, I'm I I'll say this right now, I would not trade him for Pascal Siakam. Oh, I like Siakam. I want Siakam on the Warriors. I don't see a world in which they trade a player who is that dangerous offensively as a shooter for a guy who sits in Draymond Green and position, and they improve as a team. Would you trade him for Carnton Towns? The 18th time we've asked this question in the past month. At least you're talking about a dude who is legitimately as good as he is offensively. You mm-hmm. know, like I keep thinking about this. Clay, I want I was I've been watching a lot of 2022 playoff stuff, and Wiggins was the story of the 22 playoffs. Like just none of us saw him producing in the playoffs that way because he'd kind of never been that guy, right? You go watch a lot of that stuff. A lot of it is defenses being afraid of Clay Thompson and Wiggins taking advantage of it. Mm. That's not going away. I mean, that's not going away, right? Which is why I think he's, he's first ballot. He terrifies defenses because he's literally as good a shooter as anyone who's ever touched a basketball in Steph Curry. That's more valuable than a lot of other. Like at some point, you got to have dudes who give you an advantage in terms of their scoring ability. I can't imagine. I just, I, it's just so hard to imagine. They, they said, "Hey, we're gonna completely punt on, you know, the, the guy that they drafted with a second pick, and then the guy that they gave 123 million dollars to, and, and just so they could also lose one part of the, the the core three guys that they've won four championships with, right? It, just, it, this whole freaking off season, that last trade, last trade deadline, and this whole off season feels like a." We're going down with the ship. We're just going to go with Steph, Draymond, and Clay for four more years and whatever. We'll, we'll figure shit out after that. But if we can win one more, just one more, it's all that matters. Do, do you at least agree with me? Like, if you're going to move off Clay, get me someone who terrifies defenses. Don't get me a guy who is filling the gaps in an awesome glue player. You know, like Siakam is potentially is better than Draymond at the things Draymond's good at, you know, but like they're different roles. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, that's my, but that's my thing with cat too, is, is that I just, I, I wouldn't, you're creating a big hole getting off a of clay. And I don't know if I trust someone like cat, even though I like him. I mean, the only, the only trade I make and nobody would do this is, it's just, I mean, why would Milwaukee do this? It's like, if somebody like him just asks out and just, okay, now you just needed a contract to, to like, Portland's going to trade Dame to Miami. 
because they have no choice because that's where Miami wants to go. Oh, I don't think he's going to Miami. Uh, but I mean, that's that's he's like, hey, I want to go to this place, and NBA teams are pussies, and they're just like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna go trade him to where he wants. And I'm just like, why? Why would you? But but like if. Giannis asks out one day, and he's like, "I want to go to the Golden State for whatever reason, right?" Then it's like, "Okay, then you use that contract." Sure, sure. But uh, but other than that, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Where do you think he goes? I am not convinced he's getting traded. Oh my, oh, dude! I will stop. Seriously, I think I think I think we got a loyalty B side coming soon. I saw the big picture. My guy Scoot loyal. Um, that's insane. That's insane. I can't do it anymore. Uh, I can't either. Can we talk to him for a few minutes? Oh, yeah. I think this thing's dragging. I actually think part of the, the part of the reason a guy like Sarge hasn't signed is probably because of Dame. Um, I just I just think there's like a trickle down effect when a guy like that is on the market that like everyone else could kind of sit, you know, uh, except for Corey Joseph, who's like, I got to be worried. <laughs> I think. Uh, I, I, I'm kind of leaning into the Spurs or the Nets getting Dame. The Nets makes sense. The Spurs would be hilarious, but why would, like, here, here's my thing. Why on earth does Portland have to do anything Dame wants? He signed an extension last summer, four years. He has no, they want to do right by him. Why? I don't Can we be honest? He's not that good. What is he? What is he like? You guys are acting like he's Steph Curry, where he, where he's like actually saved a franchise and they owe it to him to do whatever he wanted. They've been to the conference finals once. They went to that conference finals because CJ carried them in game seven. Dame was terrible. And in that conference finals, Steph Curry set an all time record in points in a four game sweep. With Alfonso McKinney as a starting small forward. No KD. No KD. No Iguodala. Iguodala sat games in that series because they didn't think they were serious. Dame averaged like 15 points per game in that series. And then it came out after, you know, it was just obvious how terrible he played. Oh, he was injured. He's an injury. You know, like it just the dude's pulling the LeBron playbook, but he's not LeBron. Like I'm tired. I'm tired of it. Enough, bro. You, you're not that guy. You're just like you're closer to Kemba Walker than you are Steph Curry. Just act like Kemba Walker and go find a fucking new job. <laughs> I I need that cut up, Tim. Super producer, I need that. I need that baby cut up. And we need a we need a, we need to throw that one to the to the crowd. I I agree. I it's I, when I hear now we're just bitching and moaning, so and we'll get out of here soon. But like, it, just it, when I when I hear someone like Zach Lowe get on his pod and he's just like, "Oh, Dame gets to do whatever he wants to do," like he should do it. It's like, no, no. We can be annoyed of him because he's been bullshitting like this the last four years. And to <laughs> your point, and to your point, is he that great? Of a, he's never won an MVP. He's never really been. People, that's my barometer. He's never people, actually like that. People are comparing this to Kevin Garnett, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> every, KG was the best player. Like, he's a significantly better player. Like, stop with the whole, like, he's been loyal. It's like, bro, a lot of dudes have been loyal who are not that good, you know? Well, KG was an actual, yeah. I mean, he was an actual monster, right? He was actually uh, defensive player, the best defensive player on the seven-footer, actually good on offense, two-way type of player. Dame's terrible on defense, always been. Better better than probably Anthony Davis, but like, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I mean, I I think just just for the chat, Dame's Dame's a, a great player, Hall of Fame player. But like enough with the like, not every not every dude who makes an all star team needs like this type of drama, you know. You know, we're seeing this with James Harden now, who I think Daryl Morey is. If Daryl Morey ran the Port Blazers, he would definitely say, "Well, I don't care what you want. I'm just going to trade you when I trade you." Like kind of like an NFL team, right? So uh, Sixers were probably going to drag this baby to to whenever. Um, and then I'm you know, I'm going to laugh so hard when he goes back to the Sixers and plays games for them next year. I just would it would put it past Maury. I wouldn't be surprised either. I wouldn't be I, that that GM. I would not be surprised because he he's got some stones unless he's talking about China. Um, but <laughs> I, I think uh, 
it's just all these guys, man. I mean, it's just all these guys in Steph's class, I think, of player, right? Harden, Russ, Dame. Uh, you can even throw Kawhi in there. Like all these guys have been traded, have moved around and all this stuff. So maybe that's kind of like a, a good way for us to sum up this podcast is to say Draymond signs for another four years. Steph is still going to be there. He's not going anywhere. Clay Thompson, they literally just moved off of pool just to have enough money to 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 pay Clay, Clay Thompson in the future. So you're looking at all of these stars, Sam, that just get moved over and over and over again, Chris Paul included. And meanwhile, the Warriors, are, you know, they won four and, if I had to guess, they'll probably win one more in the next four years. So, um, you know, it's pretty cool that the Warriors are doing this. That's where I'm at with it. We will be back tomorrow after Brandon Pajemski goes off in the California Classic. I don't know. Maybe, right. maybe we will. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't be back. But I know every, I know every one of you are watching. I don't am. Don't lie to me. I'm locked in. Of course. Are you going? Uh, no, I won't. I was in SAC this weekend. It's 108 degrees. I will not be there, but I am excited to watch Pajemski. I know you're, you're still sweating, bro. <laughs> I, dude, I am. It might be the alcohol. That might be the Hennessy coming off me. But uh, I'm excited. <laughs> I know you're excited. That's your guy. Uh, I think you're going to get a couple texts from me tomorrow night. Uh, that that is does it, 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 very it, happy. Yeah, this, this is this is game seven mode for me. If he doesn't show out, I, I'm I'm going to pod with you with the camera off. You'll be like this. <laughs> I got a blue light on now. What do we do? What do we do? We're gonna go live after the show. I mean, he said he wants the average triple double twenty ten ten. The white LeBron. Let's go. <laughs> white Brook. <laughs> Appreciate you guys. We'll be back as always. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.